We are recording. Let's get this show on the road. All right. We've already been talking for a while about weird stuff. If only we had a Patreon, people would know what to (laughs) say. All people have to do is encourage us, and we can do that. But I guess nobody wants to go there. (laughs) (laughs) We know, Terry. We know what he's like. We don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. Hey, everybody, that is correct. This is a podcast that sounds funny. This is the week of February 6, 2024. This is Season 4, Show 15, Episode 170. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me today are... Uh, Ken. And Jill. Oh, Keith, okay. And uh, we'd like to get started with a little bit of what's new. It could... Danger! Does anyone have a question? How do you talk about me behind my back? Walk ahead of me and I'll think of something. Could be a funny family story, something happening recently, uh, something classic, reading, watching, doing. Anybody have anything to start us out with? Sure, oh, I'll, tell about that, oh. I'll tell about that uh, post I seen on Facebook about the, there was a blind guy that was going to help his wife out by cleaning the house. So he was going to dust uh, the living room and the different rooms. So he pulls out what he thought was the dusting spray and the dust cloth but when she comes home and sees what he's doing she says that that was a can of raid ant and roach killer that he was dusting with <laughs> so then they went around and redusted everything and but he said Their i guess furniture is roach free yes that's what he said i <laughs> guess uh, my was... house has been fumigated <laughs> was his was his name justin uh, no, it didn't say a name. It's, it's something like Adventures of a Blind Guy. I don't know. It Sometimes wasn't, it shows up. It wasn't on... white spray paint. Uh... <laughs> and then there was a picture, and it described the picture, and it did say that the you know had the cans are both the same size and same shape. And uh, I one guess had cockroaches on it and ants. I guess that's when low vision would have came in handy. He might have seen it, but I guess he was totally blind and didn't yeah. see the different um, pictures well, on the can. This is the reason why it's good to keep organized, to keep yep. uh, chemicals one place and household agents another place. Yeah. Stuff. I remember yeah. mom. I remember mom always kept that dust and crocheted dusting thing over the can. Oh yeah, yes. see something yeah. like that'd be a good idea. Yeah, she had that that crocheted mitt that would go over your hand that you could spray the pledge on it and dust the furniture. It was always kept those two together so she would know. Yeah, although so I think we same. all had to use it more than she did. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> then she had that little feather duster. Yeah. Well. Does Terry have something new for us to get going here? Or? Somebody's in my house is jamming this from Toby Keith. Oh, yeah. Uh, he passed away this yesterday. 
Yeah, last night. Stomach yeah. cancer, as they say, but yeah. 62 years old. Mm. Yep. And but you you were saying that Sasha had to come over and pay her rent. Our our little voice of the yeah. podcast. You, 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 her parents make her pay their rent for them. She it's, came in. It's a house. good thing she's a famous podcast announcer. She can afford yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah. She she came in. I was sitting here. We're watching. Uh, I don't know, Family Feud or something, and. And yeah, we we're watching Family Feud, and uh, sh- my wife said, "Hi, Sasha. What are you doing? I come to pay the rent, Grandma." <laughs> <laughs> and then she, she wanted to grab my Victor reader. Said, "Come on, Grandpa. I want to talk." <laughs> she wants to do some more bumpers, huh? Yeah, like we didn't do very much, but I was a uh, actually at that point in time, I was on my Zoom call with the ICB Convention Planning Committee. And so we couldn't really talk, but yeah, things are falling off. You were in the mood, and you were busy. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, So she found my popcorn and pickles and started eating on those. uh, (laughs) What a pickle, Grandpa! They were Walmart pickles. They're at Walmart. They seem to have forgotten what a gallon jar of pickles looks like. You can't find them anymore. Yeah. And they're like smaller, a, but the court, huh? <laughs> they charge you more, but they charge you more than a gallon, but they're smaller. Yeah. If that makes sense, it's like that. It's, it's a fifth of a gallon or a half of a gallon, only they charge you a two gallon price. Yeah. It's like the uh, five pound bag of sugar that's only four pounds now. Uh, and the, you know, nobody you know why? Because Joe Biden says grocery stores are gouging the prices of. Forget Biden inflation and Bidenomics. It's not his fault at all. It's those <laughs> evil grocery store owners who are gouging people. Yeah. Did y'all see that other funny thing on Facebook about the guy leaving the grocery store with a bag of groceries? I haven't seen no. it yet. And he gets a call on his phone from the credit card company saying, hey, somebody's there's a thief using your credit card at a grocery store in Texas, the guy says, well, I'm at a grocery store in Texas. And so then the guy pushes his, his uh, speaker closer to his ear and says, do you see him? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me, there's another joke about uh, a guy uh, calls up 911. I've been robbed at the gas station. They're like, did, do you know who did it? Go, yeah, it was pump number six. <laughs> you got robbed by the prices. Wah, wah, wah. Hey, I do have a little bit to, to talk about here. Uh, Isaac, the male voice in our podcast announcements, got his first set of contact lenses. He's been wearing glasses before he was in school. And he finally has a contact lenses. And this tomorrow, it'll be one full week. He already has them broke. How can you break <laughs> contact? Are they hard ones or something? That's what I asked him. How do you break them? Do you use your Superman laser vision to look through girls' clothes or something? And they snapped them too. Because <laughs> no, they're they're the the kind where you can wear them for multiple days, so they're the soft kind. 
Yeah. So you wear them, and they're like disposable. You you get like a box that has a whole month of them or something. And whenever he was taking them either in or out of his eye, he ripped it. Oh, then you just get a different one and put it in. Mm-hmm. And he ripped that one. He ripped, it ripped at least two of them. Oh, wow. Like, you, you got to stop doing that, guy. Those things are expensive just because. He don't know his own strength. Maybe I he is a superhero. So like back in the day, never, our mom had the contact lenses. They were glass. They were hard, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you you wore the same ones every day. You kept them in a little little bottle of uh, solvent, and you had to rinse them and put them in, take them out. Now the, the ones today, the soft ones, you can. He said he can wear them for up to two weeks. Huh. I'm like you only had them in your head for like three days. Leave them in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leave them there. <laughs> Don't touch them. Uh, but they, he says they they do. Uh, have a little bit of an effect. He says, it's, it's weird. I can look side to side. That's not a big deal, but I look up and down. And it's like, whoa. It makes me kind of <laughs> dizzy. It's like, yeah, because <laughs> I, I remember that with having glasses. The first ones I got, it was the same kind of a way because the lenses are an inch in front of your eye. They're not like right there in your eye like they're supposed to be. And that extra length can, can throw off your perspective a little bit. But you kind of get used to it, right? You get used to it. Uh, and so you, you, you have a day where you don't wear your glasses, and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he, he's got contacts. He already broke them. Um, and, hey, I got me some new Aftershocks headphones because my old ones decided to give up the ghost on me. And I Aww. got me some little heart Valentine's candy and some little red licorice nubs. So I've been making a mess, stacking on those, irritating my wife. <laughs> I can't believe there's this licorice all over the floor by your chair. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to be neat. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> pick it up and throw away or something. My problem around my chair is yarn. Uh, I have yarn. We ordered, talking about things that we ordered, uh, we ordered some new looms because some of mine are getting old and the pegs are loose and things. And it was, but it was like $16. You get five looms. You're supposed to get nine skeins of yarn and your hook and your needle and the skeins of yarn that we got that came with it. When I rolled one up, it was about the size of a ping pong ball. So it's very small skein of yarn. I don't know if you'd actually call it a skein of yarn. Cause when you buy them at Walmart and you roll it up, it's a good size of a grapefruit or uh, a softball, maybe, maybe even bigger than that. But yeah, their little skeins weren't very big. And so I've been looming all kinds of stuff again since I got some new looms with nice tight pegs. It's illuminating. So there's yarn all around me. I know the other day when Terry was here with his wife, she asked what I was making and been making little angels. Hmm. And I took a picture. Well, George took a picture and showed it to the girls, and they said that'd make a cute Christmas tree ornament. And I was like, "Yeah, hey, there you go," because they're not big; they're just small. Because the loom has fourteen pegs, and whenever you make it, when it's on the loom, it looks big. But when you take it off, it's about three or four inches and tall, maybe three inches tall, and two inches wide. 
because the so, elastic effect draws it in. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I've been doing. All right. Perish the thought. Well, so you move, move we on to birthday. Happy birthday! Anybody getting older? Yeah, be last Wednesday. Justin Timberlake turned 43. Harry Washington, 47. Portia de Rossi, if you know her, 51. Ellen DeGeneres' wife. Minnie Driver, 54. Nolan Ryan, baseball player, 77. Suzanne Pochette, she would have been 87. Jackie Robinson, baseball player, would have been 105. Wow. February 1st, which would have been Thursday, martial artists, uh, Michael C. Hall, 53, Lisa Marie Presley, would have been 56, Brandon Lee, 59, Rick James, 76, Mark Gable, he'd have been 123, Groundhog Day, <laughs> Vera Fawcett, 77. Here's the third. Nathan Lane, 68. Morgan Fairchild, 74. Bo Biden, he would have been 55. Pretty Boy Floyd, 120. February 4th. Oscar De La Hoya, 51. Lawrence Taylor, football player, 55. Alice Cooper, 76. Dan Quayle, 77. Rosa Parks, 111. Charles Lindbergh would have been 122 on the fourth. February Yesterday, 5th. Yeah. Cristiano Riano, 39. Carlos Tavis, 40, Michael Sheen, Bobby Brown, both turning 55, Jennifer Jason Lee, 62, Christopher Guest, 76, today was Axel Rose, Guns N' Roses, 62, Natalie Cole would have turned 74, Bob Marley, 79, Zsa Zsa Gabor, 107, Ronald Reagan would have been 113, Babe Ruth, 129, hmm. uh, Queen Anne of Britain, 359, and that's all, folks. Happy birthday, everybody. All I did was go in and get a nestimate once. Then we <laughs> time to move on along to our next segment. I think it's very seductive. Which is some <laughs> random stuff. Random stuff. Random yeah. stuff. Okay. What? That's icebreakers. Yes, I forgot about that one. Okay. If you are ready for some icebreakers. Icebreaker. Ooh. We have some would you rather. 
Would you rather have your flight delayed by eight hours or lose your luggage? Ooh. If you're going to have to take a flight somewhere. Huh. Maybe lose my luggage so I can get all new clothes. <laughs> yeah. Get a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> I started out with an overnight bag, but I ended up with a steamer chest full of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would say this, well, I would think depending on where I'm going or who's paying for the trip. <laughs> yeah, I would say it would depend on the time crunch. If I needed to be at a place at a time, I would say keep the clothes, like, get me there on time. But it's like, it was like, there's not really a time demand. Like I'm just going on vacation. We'll get there when we get there. It's like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll delay myself for eight hours. Hang out in the airport. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for the next flight. But it really depends on what's the time crunch for me. Yeah. Would you rather spend all day in your pajamas or in a suit? In my pajamas. <laughs> I do well, that a lot. <laughs> I would say in my pajamas, but I don't wear any, so. <laughs> wow. TMI. Mm. Don't visit Terry during the day. <laughs> you know, during the day, he probably does wear his pajamas. When he sleeps, he don't. <laughs> uh, be. I think I would, if, if, if I had to pick... Um, I would probably go with pajamas just for the comfort value and because well, my lifestyle today doesn't demand a lot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if I was a, a bit younger, still in my working days, I'd say I'd, I'd, I'll wear the suit because I don't want to be in public looking all scruffy. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have your first child when you are young, like age 18, or when older, say when you're 40. When you're young, because kids take a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get why people wait until their 30s or 40s to have their first kid. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Right. You To me, it's like get married early, have kids early, get them all grown up and out of the house early, and enjoy the emptiness syndrome. <laughs> That's the truth. That's the best part. You know, you just you spend those quiet years with the with your loved one you got married to. You have your first one at, at forty. Heck, that's how you should be a grandpa at that age, not a parent at that age. Uh, and and the thing too is, if you have one at forty, by the time you're eighteen, now you're sixty eight. You're, you're already retired. Yeah. <laughs> and there's and they're going to the, your your kid's graduation. And then they go to college, and they, and now you're like, you know, pushing seventy-five. You don't have much longer to live to enjoy any grandkids. Those kids better not be waiting till they're forty to have any. (laughs) 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 Uh, One more here. Would you rather be the star player on a losing team or the? bench rider on a winning team so you could be the star quarterback but the team always loses or would you rather 
be the bench warmer on, say, you know, the 49ers or something. <laughs> well, I'd rather be the, the bench warmer. That's what I was going to say. On the winning if you team. get paid for it, if you get paid for it. <laughs> when you're getting paid for it, sure, make me the bench warmer on whatever team you want. I'll Thank you. Yeah. Paid. Uh, I'm getting paid. Maybe think about like in a say a high school where you don't get paid for it. Uh, if your high school team had a winning year, would you be happy on the bench, or would you rather be out there, you know, playing but not be able to win? Mm. Now, for me, I, I like Terry. I'd rather I would just soon be the bench warmer on the winning team, uh, and here's why: uh, because yeah, you, know, you get. Uh, so, you get to enjoy the success of your team members, even though you're not on the field. For one thing, when it comes to that one game a week when the your team's out there playing, but for me, for example, I always liked to play football. I always sucked at it, but I really enjoyed it. And to me, every day of practice, Monday through Thursday, I got to play. I was out there scrimmaging with the guys, you know, tossing the ball, tackling each other. To me, that was all the playing I wanted. I would care to do because that's all I knew I would, was really good at doing. And when it came to the game time, I knew I wasn't good enough to be on the field, but I had my fun playing with the big dogs all week long. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would. I would rather do be the bench when we're on the winning team. Yeah. Anyway, there's enough of that. We could go on. I have, I have more of them. Not without a deposit. But that'll do us for now. Please, don't talk like that. You frighten me. Now, please hurry that up there, lady. We got to get going. Okay. Uh, there's a radio right behind you if you want to pass the time while you're waiting. Oh, yes, thanks. Say, hey, Mary, tune in on something, will you? All right, but if it's us, I'll scream. <laughs> a woman who is celebrating her birthday. I forgot to go over these. Hope you don't have this one. Uh, no, nope, I don't this have that This woman one. is celebrating her birthday. She is turning, or turned, on the 5th, which was yesterday. yesterday. She wasn't on my list because she's not, like, famous, famous, but she turned 116 years old. Wow. She's the second oldest person living. Wow. Um, now, real quick, I know just this past week or so the oldest man in america died at age 113 uh, uh, so she was a spanish she was a spanish woman who came to according against records she survived two world worlds the spanish civil war the covid pandemic yeah, and she's old very old she yep. posts on, regularly on X and face social media, sharing reflections of her life, memories from past years, and recipes for paella. What's paella? <laughs> A Spanish style dish. Oh. Um, she she celebrated her birthday earlier on Friday. I guess she wanted to make sure she made it. <laughs> like, through the day uh, <laughs> whatever you do big, don't give her a surprise party <laughs> yeah. like oh, heart Betty heck. White yeah. they had that big 100 year old birthday party all ready for it she died the day before it's like oh man 
<laughs> Almost made it. Well, I think and she died like two weeks before her birthday. She died in Catalonia, Spain. She was lucid, and um, the she was there with her seventy-nine-year-old daughter. Now she was bo born in nineteen oh seven. That one, yeah. March fourth, nineteen oh seven, in California. One year after her parents immigrated to the U.S. from Spain. Hmm. Uh, eight years later, they returned back to Spain. And she had three children, 11 grandchildren, and uh, 11 grandchildren, 13 great-grandchildren. Anyway, I'll, I'll stop there. It just goes yeah. on with more. It, it, if our youngest grandparent would still be alive. She would be 112 later in the year. Yeah. She'd be 111 right now. She'd be 112 in November. That would mom's that be mom? mom's mom? Maybe, yeah. yeah, grandma would. Yeah. The oldest grandma, she was born in 1899. So yeah. she'd be 125 25. years old. <laughs> she wow. would definitely be the oldest person in the world because <laughs> I think the oldest one's not quite 120 yet. Wow. Yeah. And you know that George Burns, when he, he reached his hundredth birthday, people asked him how he felt about that. He's like, I feel pretty good because statistically not very many people die after they reach a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> of course there's not very many people alive to reach a hundred. <laughs> is about people seems to be a problem people eating toothpicks oh i heard about that yeah in in south korea they do eat toothpicks but the toothpicks are made out of cornstarch and sweet potatoes uh. i'm assuming it's like the way they cut them like a shoestring french fry they cut them really thin and then they deep fry them well for uh. some reason somebody started deep frying green toothpicks and people eat them and it causes problems of course because they're actually wooden toothpicks i thought and... they were yeah bamboo or something so the no. green ones must be bamboo and the other ones are cornstarch weird and maybe as you chew them they would splinter and get stuck in your throat or your intestines I or whatever imagine. yeah yeah so um don't eat the deep fried green toothpicks now if you know what they're made out of <laughs> and they're cornstarch and sweet Potatoes, those would be safe to eat <laughs> with green food coloring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they say when you they deep fry, they curl up like little curly Q kind of thingies or something. Oh, no, I didn't know that. There was a picture, but nobody was here yesterday when I or Sunday when I recorded yeah. this. He was gone, and uh, so I well, was maybe recording they kind of cut it. Cut it at an angle where the tip of it comes to like a point, and then they fry it, and it gets hard, and they pick at it like that. I don't know. Yeah, well, I doubt that, but <laughs> but no, I heard that I I didn't hear about the sweet potato ones. I heard that they were bamboo, and when you deep fry them, they kind of get all shrivelly and curly. I I would imagine like a Cheeto or something, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh like those little crunchy noodles that we used to put on. Uh, yeah, probably top something suey. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I have another one about an old person, a 92 year old man. 
he has some ways to go to break the 100-year mark, but uh, he broke a world record. He's the oldest man to have gone uh, from rim to rim hiking the Grand Canyon. Huh. It's a 24-mile hike across to do that. Uh, his name is McRef Alfredo. McRef <laughs> Alfredo. Uh, hmm. no, that's not right. Mac, I think it's McGrath. That's not right. It's it's Alfredo is his first name. Um, Ariago Berdio. He Sounds completed Italian. the record hike on October 15th, uh, just this past October 2023, and it made him the oldest person to cross it on foot. He didn't ride no stinking donkey. He did it on foot. <laughs> huh. Did it say how long it took him? Huh? Did it say how long it took him? Did I miss that? No, it, 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 we'll get there. Okay. Uh, uh, it took him 11 hours and 15 wow. minutes to go from the north rim uh, to the bottom and another 10 hours and some minutes to get to the top on the other side. So about, you know, 22 hours or so. Yeah. Um, the uh, record-setting achievement did not mark the first time he crossed the Grand Canyon, however. Uh, the idea came to him when he had previously hiked it with his son. Uh, at that time, he had read about the previous record holder, Mr. What's his name here? Previous record holder, John Jipkema. <laughs> who he admired immensely, uh, but he was only a few months younger than Mr. Jip Junkima. So he decided to wait a year and began preparing for the historic hike last year in January 2023. But he w w practiced by walking eight miles a day. And uh, then he originally was going to do it earlier in the year, but due to hazardous conditions, he decided to delay it. Um, and so Bertio's hike, uh, he took a break nearly every hour. Um, you know, he said, go out there and plow through all at once. He did pace himself. Uh, but yeah, it goes on with a lot of more details about, you know, uh, his motivations and how he felt conquering the hike and uh, he just took one step at a time and he didn't think about how far he had to go which is the way you do it on a long hike like that he just walked an hour took a break how far did how many miles did you say that was it's a, tw from... a 24 mile hike from rim to oh. rim oh okay That's so you got his 11 hours and some to get from the top to the bottom and in 10 hours and some to get from uh, the bottom to up to the other side. Did all I think that's, I think like for our, for our, um, like, um, uh, acknowledgement, that's like going from here at nine at my house all the way up to the Brussels ferry. You know, cause I rode my bike and Brussels I had a little ferry? speedometer, a speedometer on my, that had Where's the that? mileage. That's up there by Pier Marquette up on the river. Oh, yeah. Well, fer that from uh, your house 
to St. Louis International Airport is 25 miles. Yeah. Says so I walk into the airport. Hmm. I'll be there. And it took. I have something older than the first story in that one. The Bible. <laughs> no. There was a. They are auctioning off. Well, um, there was a lemon, you know, a lemon, a edible fruit. You know, I was thinking maybe they're talking about a car or something, but a lemon is estimated to be 285 years old, was sold at an auction in London for $1,400. That's one of those, believe it or not. Believe it or not. <laughs> you know, it's like hmm. Somebody, they were clearing out uh, a house, a relative, and they had a pantry, and an antique pantry that they were going to auction off. And they opened up the pantry, and there was a lemon in it, just rolling around. And <laughs> the, uh, the lemon actually had an, an inscription on it. It was the, whoever wrote it. He wrote it to like his girlfriend, like a little love note thingy, like people do, you know, um, words of affirmation or something, a little tag and his name. And then he dated it, you know, 17, whatever. That's why they're basing that on it. Unless they do a, I don't know, a carbon date it. <laughs> he probably wrote on there, take a bite of this and pucker up. <laughs> He'll be ready to kiss her. <laughs> about some people that rescued they were these people were in a floating sauna and when i heard this i was like uh floating where in the air i'm thinking oh i saw that headline but it was floating of course in a in a lake but they rescued these people that accidentally drove their car into the water they hit the gas of course instead of the brake this happened in Oslo, Norway, yeah. and it had all the weird names, which Keith was more brave. I skipped the names this time because I wasn't even going to try to pronounce these Norwegian names. But uh, the car ended up in the water, and the people in the floating uh, spa, hot tub, uh, went over. All they had on was towels. And they got out and helped the people as the car was sinking. They, they, they were got wearing up on their terry pajamas. <laughs> no terry pajamas, just <laughs> just a towel. I don't know. To me, it seems like if you're in public, maybe over in Europe, people used to be in naked. <laughs> well, they got out of the hot. They do have those spas where you you run out of the sauna and you jump into the cold water naked. <laughs> and they they got out of the hot tub and put on a towel. And like I said, these people, as their car were sink, was sinking, they climbed out and got on the roof. So the people from the hot tub helped them get on the the hot so, tub. So they that. were they were doing that polar bear challenge where they they were going to go from the sauna and jump on the water naked, but a car beat them to it, and they had to help the people <laughs> yeah. out. I've never, I don't know how this was. I was picturing just a floating well, sauna. like a Maybe hot they tub. do have a floating sauna, but I know sometimes they, you actually run, you, you, you make a mad dash for about 25 yards out of the sauna to dive into the, the water where they, they chip the ice off of the top so you can 
go get your yeah. fat skinky bud in there. <laughs> yeah. Of course, That's in Norway, people are very skinny. They're, they're, they, they were doing it around here in the St. Louis area for a fundraising event. You know, the polar something. plunge. Yeah, they do it everywhere. So, yeah, but but it's not so polar when you do it, say, oh, in Mississippi, <laughs> as it in is summertime. in northern Canada or Norway or something. <laughs> not quite the same kind of challenge. Uh, forget what you ever known about T Rex. Scientists have discovered that some of the smaller T Rexes that they thought was juvenile or adolescent T-Rexes are actually their own species. Huh. And they had a name for it, and I'm having trouble finding my note to find that name for it. But they actually looked like T-Rexes, but they were a lot smaller, and they had longer arms. Junior oh. Rexes. <laughs> yeah, they, they would have been a Junior Rex, but the, and that's what they thought they were for years. But they have somehow managed to discover that they uh, are not junior rexes. They are their own rexes. <laughs> Instead of being the Tyrannosaurus king, which is what rex means, maybe they were the Tyrannosaurus prince. Who knows? <laughs> the Tyrannosaurus baron. Yeah, they have to come up with another name for him. Um, let's see. I think I. Might be able to find it here. A small no. T-Rex that can clap its hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a pigeon suspected of spying for China is finally released in India. Hmm. Um. PETA had learned that a pigeon was being held in India with having Chinese symbols on its wings. Oh. And I'm like, oh, they had the, what do they call it, the carrier pigeons, the yeah. messenger pigeons, and you'd scroll a little note and put it on its leg. It's like painted <laughs> his wing or something. <laughs> <laughs> and so... After eight months, Peter said, let the bird loose. And so uh, it was captured in May last year. And it was, it was a message written on its wings in Chinese symbols. Um, it led to suspicions of spying. And um, they sent it off to his prison. And they let the pigeon loose. And it came back. <laughs> I like you here. It's a metal town. <laughs> yes. And uh, another pigeon was taken into custody. The the, chi the Chinese words actually said, "Eat at China buffet this Sunday at price." <laughs> In 2016, another pigeon was taken into custody. Uh, that had a note threatening the Prime Minister of India. <laughs> oh. And so, in the most recent case... And so the Prime Minister said, had fried pigeon that night, huh? On <laughs> Monday, released the pigeons, you know, and it blew away. Or no, they took it to Bombay, 
India uh, to let it loose. And the people at PETA watched it fly away. Nobody shot it. Nobody followed the, to see where it would go. Huh? The prevention of cruelty to animal people were there. And they set it free on Tuesday. And it keeps coming back. <laughs> and so, uh, you stool pigeon. You know. <laughs> he, he'll, he'll be 13 here coming up here soon. I, I need to have him redo our intros because it'll be like, instead of like, that sounds funny. It'll be like, that sounds funny, Doc. He's got a deep voice. <laughs> Who's that man? He's been sounding like Shaggy for a little while now. <laughs> I asked him one day, do you have a sore throat when I coughed out? No, it's just my voice. Like, yeah. That well, would have been be fun. That. that sounds funny. <laughs> you can be doing Well, I'll have to, next time he's at the house, I'll just have to. So here, here's the headset record records some stuff for me. <laughs> yeah. So was, is that all of our news then, or we're ready to yep. move on, or no? Well, I have another one, but I can you can I can do that. Oh, I got like more. There's thought, been but... so much stupid stuff happening in the news lately. Now wait a minute! Wait a minute! Pull yourself together. You won't you won't have time to to roll down your stockings and put on your sloppy Joe sweater. Uh, but let's go ahead and, and transition into some Joe's weird words. Oh, pretty to spank a pup, yes, you are. Weird words. First word is preponderance. Preponderance? P R E P O N D E R uh, L A N E. Oh. Preponderance. Preponderance, I know is a word. Preponderance without the C in it. I don't know. Let me make sure I spelled it right for you. P R O. Oh, P R E. P O N D E R A N. C-E. Okay, it is C-E. I sort of know what that means. But I don't know Preponderance. Means. Yeah. yeah. Um, Terry might know what this means. It's something he always guesses. <laughs> uh, oh, it has to do with food or sex. That's what Terry always guesses. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> uh, to think about something, I don't know. Well, ponder is like, you know, to think about. So you yeah. pre-ponder, you're thinking about it before you think about it. <laughs> I think I want to think about some popcorn. Uh, no, no, I'm going to think about, I'm pre-pondering about what I think about. I don't know. <laughs> I some raisins. They taste like cockroach. <laughs> yeah. they, they taste like raisins, but they're shaped like a cockroach. What's wrong with that? I don't know. Beverly Hills. In Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, rolling like a celebrity. Gimme, gimme, living in Beverly Hills. Well, this word preponderance means the quality of being a bigger number. 
Terry usually guesses that that's a math term, and so to me uh, that sounds like it would be a math. So term. the quality, like you know, meaning like four is bigger than one, is a preponderance because I, I guess if I, I won three hundred and thirty-three million in the lotto, I could get a hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Okay, another word. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spell this one first because I'm not sure if I can say it right. But it's J U V E N I L I A. Juvulia? Juvenilia. Juvenilia. Yeah, there we go. Juvenilia. It was almost juvenile, but instead of the L-E, it was juvenile-A. Yeah. It sounded like it would mean pertaining to being a child, juvenile as a child. Well, that's parts right. Or maybe artifacts, like uh, juvenilia is the toys spread around the room and the small little clothes and socks Juvenile, juvenilia paraphernalia that relates to a child, maybe. That's my best. And birds go flying at the speed of sound to show you how it all began. Birds came flying from the underground. If you could see it, then you'd understand. It's kind of, in a way, I'm going to take that because it's actually, it says it's a book or writing produced by a child. Oh, huh. like, a, like a kid writes a book. Yeah, maybe like Anne Frank or something. She was a kid, or well, and when my oldest one was in second grade, the teacher, you know, gave them blank books and they they could draw pictures and write the story. Yeah, and he actually won a prize, the contest for the story he wrote in his huh. storybook. Yeah, we we had that book for a long, long time, huh. and, and until I think one of the kids destroyed it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's a book written by a kid. Is what that means. Obsigamy is another word I got. <laughs> Obsigamy. O E S I G A M Y. Obsigamy well, is being married to two women. Maybe obsigamy is being married to Eight of them. women. Uh, an octopus. <laughs> an octopus. <laughs> Eight women. Yeah. Or obtuse, uh, obsigamy. Yeah. Obtuse means silly, silly women. <laughs> it's kind of a silly answer. You're married <laughs> to a silly woman. And we'll all float on okay. And we'll all float on all right already. We'll all float on now. Don't you worry. We'll all float on all right. It is married, <laughs> but it's getting married when you're old. Getting oh, married at an old age. At an older age. Like maybe you're a widower, like Jed Clampett or something. <laughs> Feel good. Feel good. Feel good. Our next word is ablution. <laughs> I'm going to ablutiate you. <laughs> and I know what that is. A B. 
L-U-T-I-O-N. Ablution. It, it's just, you've been exploded. It, it means to wash. Is what it Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? Don't you? Don't you? Yes, to wash yourself yeah. in a silly way, it said. In a silly way? <laughs> That's what well, the answer say, said. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you take some some blue dye and you wash with it. Well, that would be making you be a silly way. You, you shine. Smart. You make your blues berries shine <laughs> or something. Like that. You'd be a squeaky clean Smurf is what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Don't you wish your girlfriend was raw like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was fun like me? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you? Um, our next word then is edify. Well, you eat it. You have a pop tart <laughs> and you edify it. it right up. Yeah. E D I F Y. I know what that word means too. An edifice is a building, and if you're going to edify something, you're going to build it up. Somebody told me you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend that I had in February of last year. It's not confidential, but like a potential. Russian, Russian. Well, I thought it would mean to eat also, but it means <laughs> to instruct or improve is what it says. Oh, yeah, to like edit something. Yeah. Uh, that that would be a meaning too. Because if I'm going to edify your uh, your skill at something, then I need to teach you something to improve. That's Instead another of form of the it, word. You edit it. <laughs> you edit <Yeah>. it. <laughs> You eat it. You don't eat it. You edit it. You, you edit that means you pick off the mushrooms off of your pizza. You don't like them. You pick off the onions. You're, you're, ed, you're editing. You're edifying. Hey. 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 Well, it wouldn't surprise me if one of you guys know this next word. It's boca. It's B-O-K-A-H. Broke. Oh, B-O-K-E-H. Boca. Boca. Boca Raton. It says the city is somewhere in South America. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like actually Vietnam Boca or Raton means red mouth, if I'm not mistaken. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's like a port city somewhere on a Louisiana or somewhere where they speak Latin languages. So, in that sense, boca would mean mouth. Um, but I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'll take you to the candy shop. I'll let you lick a lollipop. Go ahead, girl, don't you stop. Keep going until you hit the spot. Whoa! We'll take you to the candy shop. This word actually means the out-of-focus area of a picture. Uh, you know how, like, if they take a picture of a race car and the race car's focused and everything around it is just blurred? Or or there's an effect where you use a, a wide uh, f-stop and then you take a picture down the length of a fence. Uh -huh. And part of the chain links in the fence will be in focus. And the ones that are too close will be blurry. Too far will be blurry. 
That's and Boca. <laughs> those are the Boca areas. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know they had out of focus is what it means, huh? Okay. Yeah, I didn't know they had a word for it either. Well, it was called out of focus. Pimps in the crib, mom. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. <sighs> Another word is quotidian. A guy named and... Gideon has clothes to wear. He's not naked. He's, <laughs> he's not wearing his Terry pajamas. It starts with a Q-U-O. Oh. U U O P I D I A N Quotidian. Quotidian. Wow. <laughs> Go you ahead, got... Terry, with your funny comment. She's <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> hmm. got, got a quote inscribed on her Idioms <laughs> on her bra area, you mean? <laughs> that I mean, I, I was thinking of you have a city and you close the gate, so you have you close the city in, <laughs> which is like, Keith, would you like to break it down or you want me to just tell you? <laughs> Do you mind as well just tell us? Oh. Come, Mr. DJ, song, ponder, replay. Come, Mr. DJ, what's the turn the music up? On the gal, on the dance floor, wanting some more. What? Come, Mr. DJ, what's the turn the music up? Hey, Mr. Please, Mr. DJ, tell me if you hear me. Turn the music up. This word means something that happens every day. Oh, Terry farts. <laughs> it happens every day. I'm so we. You eat. You get up. You use uh, the restroom. You know all the things. It's a daily you do. routine. Yes. Quotidium. The, the, the mundane minutia things in life. Huh? It, it makes those mundane things more exciting. Yeah. Razor brand again. Uh, coffee again. Uh, <laughs> same old shoes. Same old pants. Uh, she take my money. She take my money. When I'm in need. When I'm in need. Yeah, she's a trifling friend indeed. Friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger. Way over town. Way over town. It digs on me. Hey! Hey! How about malaprofism? Oh, Mm, I it's think I know M- that one. M A L A P R O P I S M. Yeah, it, it has to do with a certain manner of speech. And I'm trying to remember exactly what it is. I think it's whenever you try to use a word, but you use a word that's kind of similar. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a way to do that. Like, well, like Terry just did with the quote, uh, Teddy M. It's like, no, that is, it means this other thing. Or yeah, you're got you're just about said what they said in my ear. I was like, are you hearing what's going in my head? It's like you, uh, you use a word that's almost right, but it's not the right word, or it, it sounds kind of like it would be the right word, but it's not. Oh, I remember one of my daughter's friends, she came up and she was hungry and she said, I'm vanished. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's, that's exactly it. I'm vanished, meaning I'm famished. She, and, she yeah. tried to use the right word. It almost sounds like it's the right word. That's exactly what that battle prop is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was disappearing instead of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead. But 
Sensolato is another word. And you spell it S E N S U L A T O. Sensolato. It's, it's when you put uh, uh, that spice, uh, cilantro, on your, on your burrito. You have a cilantro burrito. I don't like cilantro, but okay. (laughs) Cilantro, whatever you said. Cilantro. (laughs) That's when you go and you get your toenails done at the The cilantro. At the cilantro. It's the name of a... You you, you have them all polished up and buffed up. Now you have cilantro. You you get your (laughs) mani-pedi out of the way. Sure, I'll go for that. I like that one. Okay. Well, this doesn't make sense to me. The meaning it says it means in the broad sense. That's the meaning, <laughs> but I don't know what the broad sense. Maybe the, the whole picture. I, I don't know. The, the ideas that women have. I don't know. The That's broad sense. The broad side of the guy of sense. Board. Some <laughs> part of a born broadside. <laughs> Well, broadly speaking, Terry might be right there, but specifically, no. (laughs) Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give up. If I cut my arm bleeding, this is my last resort. Pretty sure you guys look at our last word. It's raconteur. Racco what? Do me spell it? You might as well. It's R. A-C-O-N-T-E-U-R. Raconteur. Raconteur. It sounds like you're a racketeer, like you're a gangster. you got a racket going on. Hey, the raconteur. <laughs> Somebody who hands you the racket. They're in your club, <laughs> like the Musketeers. Yeah, it's like the bat boy in baseball. You're the racket boy in tennis. You're the raconteur. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm losing my sight, losing my mind Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine Losing my sight, losing my mind Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine Well, I am surprised you don't know this word Somebody who racks the balls in pool I don't know (laughs) (laughs) This word means a storyteller Kind of like what we're doing (laughs) Making it up as we raconteur. Go. It must be a French word the way it's spelled, but that it means it's, it does seem like it. Yeah, storyteller. So I, that's I, my if word. If it is, I'm surprised it's not a storyteller who specializes in childhood <laughs> books based on <laughs> vegetables and and onions and trees. Yeah. Nothing's all right. Nothing is fine. I'm running and I'm crying. <laughs> That would be those, funny. Those specific <laughs> French words. Anyway, yeah. we got our words. Am I on voice? Terry's mm. oh. top ten list. It's time for some top ten lists with Terry. Oh, quiet, baby. Nice, baby. Your mother will be home soon. Oh, dear. How did your mother keep him quiet? You gotta tell him a story. Yeah, you gotta tell him a story. All right, I'll tell you a story. 
<laughs> Once upon a time <laughs> He heard that one Top 10 I have 10 horrifying stories Of pets Killing their owners <laughs> And Ricky Weinhold was killed by his pet bull. They can be quite uh, docile, but they can be quite territorial and aggressive when they want to be. He was 52 years old, and his children went down to the barn to check on him, and they found him dead with the bull um, stomping on his head. <laughs> you know? Oh, and, hmm. Nope. Number nine. Dale Summerman was killed by his pet hippopotamus. <laughs> oh, wow. Who would have a pet hippo? They can pretty dangerous <laughs> yeah. animals. Number eight, Daniel Randon ran, killed by his pet African rock python. Oh, oh. let me give him a big hug. hug to give him a hug. You to death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he just loved his owner so much he hugged him to death. <laughs> <laughs> he was found in bed dead, but and his snake was in the closet. He said, I didn't do it. <laughs> Number seven, Marvin Hadges was killed by his pet castle wary. Oh, what? Uh, okay, that's another name for an emu. It's a bird, yeah. Was yeah. he pecked to death or something? They're Australia, New Guinea. They have there's resemble an ostrich, but they have claws. It didn't say what the bird did. Uh, I <laughs> Number six, Terry Vance Garner. No, not me. Not this Terry. Garner was killed by his pet hog. He went out to feed the animals. <laughs> yeah, hogs are, they could be pretty mean that way. Yeah. He, he didn't return seven hours later. His family went out to check on him and they only found, they only found dentures and small pieces of his body. Ooh, that would be awful. Yeah. Number five, Sandra Pia Augustin was killed by her pet wolf dogs. Yeah, they say wolves can be wild even if you raise them from pups. Hmm. 
Number four, Shanna Hare killed by a, her Burmese python. Um, that person as it was a two-year-old toddler. Hmm. She was. The parents were charged with manslaughter and everything, but. <laughs> Number three, Inga Muhammad was killed by his pet monkey. Yes. Monkeys can be pretty mean. They can be a lot stronger than you think they are. Uh, He was bitten by the monkey, resulting in a deep wound. Number two, Pam Weaver was killed by her pet camel. Pam was found dead at her sheep and cattle property in Australia. The primary suspect was the camel. is Mark Vulture was killed by his pet Black Widow Spider. He thought he could be Spider-Man, I guess. Uh, So I guess it wasn't radioactive. He he missed that part of the the recipe. (laughs) When the corpse was found, there's a disturbing odor coming from the house. They went there, and there was a scene right out of a horror movie. There were spider webs everywhere, and small lizards, snakes, termites, and other creepy crawlers. They, uh, I wouldn't have no... That's dumb. I mean, why do you want to keep a black widow spider? I mean, they're neat to look at if you could see, but... Well, exotic pets are one thing, and people like their exotic pets, but you got to be careful, especially if they're wild, like this, you know, the wild wolves and the hippos. You, yeah. you just can't, you just can't tame that out of them. Sometimes. I, I, I that's my top ten now. My pet dogs, my pet dogs are attacking me. There ah. uh, <laughs> is being a, being killed by this this chihuahua mint pen. <laughs> Quite right. Really, Mr. Conklin? Do you think it worked? I think so, yes. Good. Uh, anyway, it is time to advance into our anchor topic. This week on the schedule is low vision, which, of course, we use that for a uh, catch-all, a uh, whatever you want to talk about kind of a thing. But I did happen to hear on a podcast, I'm pretty sure it must have been Hadley podcast, Hadley's a school for the blind up in Chicago area. And they have a podcast and they were talking about low vision and they had a low vision specialist on. And the, the main takeaway with that is you know, 
people might say, well, uh, how can you help me? I've already been to my doctor. My op optician can't get me no glasses. My op or optometrist, my ophthalmologist, there's nothing they can do to help me. What can you do that would help me out with being now legally blind? I can still see some, but you know, why should I see another doctor? And the main thing is what uh, she was saying is, you know, just like somebody needs a prosthetic for a missing limb, that they can get you various prosthetic devices to help you use their, your remaining vision as much as you can. And of course, you know, they could maybe not outfit you with eyeglasses per se, but they do have devices ranging from you know telescopes to magnifiers and uh, CCTVs and a, a wide range of things. And uh, she also wanted to say that there's not one device that's a catch-all. Like, if I only had this this monocular, this telescope, I'll be able to do everything I used to be able to do. Well, you, 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 it may take several devices uh, because that monocular might be good for walking down the street and say, oh, there's a street sign. It's, you know, Maple Avenue or something. Uh, it, it may help out uh, seeing at a distance, uh, but you, but you, it's not meant for you to hold it up to your eye and walk down the sidewalk the whole time. You you need to you know, not hold it up in front of your face, and you only bring it up whenever you need it. So it's not going to be a, a catch-all thing. And if you're inside working with close stuff, like you're trying to write a letter or read your mail, that telescope ain't going to help because this is probably going to be you know a six power or, or maybe ten power uh, telescope, and that's not going to work for up close stuff like using a pair of binoculars to read a book with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when maybe a closed circuit TV would come in handy or the magnifier. Right, uh, the magnifying glass uh, if you just want to do some quick handheld things or the the CCTV <laughs> where. You put it on the little tray, and there's a camera, and it puts the picture on the TV. But she says there's she could hook you up with a, a, an arsenal of different devices that do different and different settings that could help out. And this, these are things that a, a regular doctor either won't know about or won't be able to help you with. Uh, another issue is... Um, well, who's going to pay for all this? And she was like, well, your medical insurance will pay for the doctor visits. They'll pay for the consultation. They'll pay for you to talk to her. But what they won't pay for is they're not going to buy you the telescope. They're not going to buy you uh, the CCTV. And these things cost a lot of money. Some of them do, some more than others. Uh, I'm sure prices have come down on various things. But then you have to say, well, I kind of need this magnifier or, or this uh, CCTV, but they cost thousands of dollars. Uh, well, then that's when you go to your state and you go to your department of rehab for blindness, and they can help you with acquiring that item. And the, the limitation is uh, the state will only have so much of a budget. It used to be in Illinois, roughly $2,000. If they could get you uh, this device or the other and you stayed within that $2,000 budget, okay, sure, they can do that. But let's say you need to have it 
because you have a job or you're going to school. Oh, well, that unlocks a lot of doors because now the state will say, well, you need it because you're being productive member of society working. You're becoming a taxpayer. Uh, we're willing to do more and to also work with your employer and have your employer help pay for some of that. And so that that's how you cover those big ticket items. But if you're, say, the stay-at-home mom or you're older and you you just don't have a job, you don't can't get a job, you don't want to have a job, you're not qualified for one or whatever, well, then you're not going to be able to have access to those. Now, of course, if you're in the VA program, the VA does have uh, programs to provide stuff like that. But for the but anyway, um, that's all I had to say about that. Resist me a little, will you? Uh, so we can move on to. Right now, we mine. King's in a singing mode. What's next? Other stuff here. Do we have any email? Email. Yeah. Email. Alrighty. Well, let me see. Email. <laughs> and it says, hello there, host. Oh, wait a minute. This is our last email. Where's my email at? Uh, What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? There we go. It says an email for the host that that sounds funny. Um, I'm going to call this story something. <laughs> call this story Pepper Gate. Pepper Gate. Okay. It says I planted uh, jalapenos. Uh, uh, in my garden this year and it's been a really warm summer so I am rolling in jalapenos more than I know what to do with I've seeded and diced and frozen them I've made cowboy candy whatever that is do you guys know? Uh, something made of jalapenos I guess I guess so whatever it is they made a lot of it uh, not once but twice uh I have used them in fresh recipes over the Whoa. summer and even has given a lot of way to friends and neighbors. At last, the season is winding down, but my pepper plants are still producing. What is a girl to do? Dehydrate, hmm. of course. So I dehydrated all of them that I had left, and what could I do with dehydrated jalapenos? I pulled out my extra coffee grinder, the one I use for spices. So I pulled out, I'm sorry, I filled up the little compartment with all as much, with all the jalapenos I could stuff into them. Turned on the machine, and when it was done, I foolishly took the top off to take a peek inside to see <laughs> if it needs any more grinding. Not thinking about the fact that I just atomized jalapeno seeds and they'll be floating into the air once I took the lid off sure enough straight into my face right into my lungs it hurts there's coughing it burns and and more uh, I finally make a funnel and pour them into a small jar uh, and then I remember um, 
Wait a minute. I'm missing something here. It's coughing, burning, coughing. Okay. So she makes a, a funnel, pours them into a small jar. Then she remembers she has to do this one or two more times with the other jalapenos. I do the second round, and again, I take the lid off, and again, I'm coughing. A smart person would have known better. <laughs> <laughs> no such luck here. <laughs> I repeated my mistake. As I'm gagging and dying, my husband agrees to do the last round. <clears throat> um, let's see. I have to clear my throat now. I lost my place. Let's see. Uh, now, if he were a smart person, he would have been watching what I was doing and known not to do the same thing. Yeah. But did my <laughs> husband do that? No, he did the exact same thing I did. Now we're both hacking and coughing. So this is a warning to anybody who has a bright idea to dehydrate jalapenos and make your own seasoning. <laughs> uh, I can tell you how, how to fix that. <laughs> Note to self, do not inhale the coffee grinder and inhale the dust that's coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll call right. those hurt, burn, and tickle powder. Dry, dry then pepper. From my dry iPhone pepper. from the Happy Canner. What are they called? Pepper spray. Pepper spray. Yeah, pepper spray. Yeah, yeah. she dry, she made dry some, pepper spray. Uh, some, some homemade mace. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's an email. I do actually have another one, and possibly more, if if listeners would only send us some. We're scratching the bottom of the barrel again. Send this email. TSF. At that sounds funny.com. That's right, run up our electric bill. Final thoughts. Star stays the screen. <laughs> Rochester. Sorry, boss. And radio. Yeah. Hey, it is time now for some final thoughts. Here's our final thoughts. Um, if two people on opposite ends of the earth drop a piece of bread on the ground at the same time for a split second the earth becomes a sandwich okay. <laughs> the earth sandwich <laughs> well before you criticize somebody walk a mile in their shoes so when you do criticize them you're a mile away and you have their shoes yeah <laughs> well I'm not surprised by the high divorce rate among tennis players. Love means nothing to them. <laughs> it you does. Know, you have to know tennis and know what love means. Yeah, no, that means nothing. <laughs> um, I have woke up. 21,918 times in my life and I still can't get used to it. <laughs> well, I woke up and I wanted to have my husband wake up with a smile on his face. Woo! We're not allowed to have Sharpies anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
there we go. Uh, please remember, you are not useless. You can always be used as a bad example for something. <laughs> this is the before picture. <laughs> um, if a quiz is quizzical, what would a test be? Uh -oh. <laughs> I won't give the answer. <laughs> this is not a multiple choice question. Huh? <laughs> Maybe if we start telling people their brain is an app, they'll want to use it. Oh, yeah. Uh, going to the gym gives you energy, but you need energy to get to go to the gym. Yeah. Sounds like a pyramid scheme to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything happens for a reason, but sometimes the reason is that you are stupid and make Bad choices. Go! <laughs> well, that would be wow. a lot of times, I'm sure. <laughs> if a parsley <laughs> farmer gets sued, can you garnish his wages? Uh, yeah. Apparently you can, yeah. Uh, I, I accidentally drank a bottle of invisible ink last night. I've been at the hospital all day waiting to be seen. <laughs> last week i did a, uh, uh, an ant joke uh i have another one um did you hear about the ant that got stuck in the salty cucumber he's in a real pickle <laughs> yeah I just got kicked out of the secret cooking society because I spilled the beans. <laughs> well, here's an ant one for Terry. Five ants went to rent an apartment with another five ants. Now they're tenants. <laughs> I've got some Chinese symbols tattooed on my arm that supposedly says, I don't know, I don't speak Chinese. So anybody asks, I can say, I don't know, I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean on your elder tree? <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between ignorance and apathy? I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, when I lived up north, I moved into my new igloo, and my friends threw me a surprise party or a housewarming party. <laughs> now I'm homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know most people probably do the least amount of sweating while wearing sweatpants? 
I got sweatpants on now. I'm not yeah, so do I, for that matter. Despite the high cost of living, it still remains popular. Oh, yeah. I Why does your nose grow in the middle of your face? Because it's the center. <laughs> the center. Uh, it's so cold outside. I saw all the gangster kids pulling their pants up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that cold breeze going up down that butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> A dung beetle walks into a bar and asks, Is this stool taken? <laughs> uh, well, you know, earlier you were talking about those animals or pets. You know what you call a one legged hippo? A hoppo. Hoppo. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know five? Out of four people, admit that they have a problem with fractions. <laughs> yeah, five out of four. <laughs> the rotation of the Earth really makes my day. Yeah, of course. Uh, when is it most likely to rain money? When there is change in the weather. <laughs> Here's one from uh, what do you call it when we go backwards uh, last week? Rollback, throwback. Um, did you hear about the new blockbuster hit called Constipation? Oh, that's right. It's never came out. <laughs> Colon off. Yeah. <laughs> A reference colonoscopy <laughs> prep. Yeah. Well, to be frank with you, I'd have to change my name. <laughs> oh, here's one for Terry. Terry's ex wanted to really humiliate him in front of her friends, so she said he was really lousy in bed. <laughs> but you should have seen the, her friends when they all disagreed with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hold my halo. I'm about ready to get do unto others as they've done unto me. Uh -oh. <laughs> my friend was explaining electricity to me, and I said, What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, voltage and current equals watts. You didn't know that? Um, nine months really is not that long. It just feels like a maternity. <laughs> maternity, <laughs> yeah. Bill Gates farted in an Apple store and stunk up the whole place, but it's their fault for not having windows. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We can't open a window. 
We're the Apple Store. Are people born with pho- photographic memories, or does it take time to develop? Yeah. <laughs> if they had film in there, sure, yeah. Uh, which superhero can you not trust with your valuables? The Man of Steel. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! <laughs> you might steal them things. He might. Warning. Do not give Rice Krispies to children. I ate them when I was a child. And now, every time I stand up, I hear snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah, <laughs> that must be it. Yeah. <laughs> the world champion of tongue twisters got arrested. I hear he's they're going to give him a tough sentence. <laughs> Those tongue twisters. Well, I have another one about superheroes. You know what you want is superhero is not allowed near children? The Flash. <laughs> might flash up. I have... A fear of speed bumps, but I'm slowly getting over it. (laughs) (laughs) I buy my guns from a guy named T-Rex. He's a small arms dealer. It's my first week working at the bicycle factory, and they've already made me this spokesperson. Hey. I never get asked out on a date unless it's on April 1st. <laughs> <laughs> it's your special day. Yeah. Four fonts walk into a bar, and the bartender says, Hey, we don't want your type in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I showed up late to the weekly Kleptomaniacs meeting. All the seats were taken. <laughs> that could be my last one, I think. I might have another I one. Have <laughs> one joke left. It's a saying on a coffee cup. Save water, drink more coffee. <laughs> All right. The first time I got a universal remote, I thought this is going to change everything. Yeah. <laughs> change the diapers, change your husband's <laughs> attitude, <laughs> change your paycheck to a bigger one. Yeah. All that stuff. Well, that's a good one to end on. Yeah. <laughs> so we will. We'll end it right there. Why don't you run along? Get out in the open air. Young folks ought to get more fresh air than they do. Go on now. Go on now. Sailor, I can't do it. You tell her. Thanks loads. And uh, that means we're all ready to close it all up and go home and turn off the lights and and say this. This is your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. And while you're out there, give us a good rating and review on your favorite podcast directory. Stop by our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. 
leave us, uh, you can listen to all any of the shows, all of me want to listen to right there from the webpage. Leave us a comment from the show notes. You can send us an email from there. Or you can email directly to tsf at thatsoundsfunny.com. And with all of that said, again, this is your host, Keith. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. If- Send this the email, tsf at thatsoundsfunny.com. Bye-bye. <laughs> see you later. Thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny. Two blind brothers and a blind sister. We tell it the way we see it. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> he knew French. No, it was inscribed November 4th, 17. Oh, I got to slow my speed down a minute. That's going a little too fast for me to keep up with what it's saying. Uh, Warning. Uh, Hold on. It's, uh, are you guys there? Yeah. I say my, okay. I had something weird go on my phone. Uh, okay. Um, I thought you did this already. No, I probably talked about it a lot, but oh. I don't think I did that. Actually, did it on the show. Um, oh, uh, let's see. <laughs> get in a good position here. Um, things I wouldn't get my uh, spouse on Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, oh. What did I do? Shoot. I hit the wrong button. Um, Number 10 is... uh, Come on. Uh, uh, No, not insert. Hold on. Go to bookmark. Yeah, the snake and the sword went in the mouth. That's it. Oh, shoot. Hold on. I lost my place. Oh, crap. You're crapping yourself to death. (laughs) It is you. (laughs) (laughs) I I do this all the time. Go to bookmark. My fingers are fat. (laughs) Okay. Um. What was all of that? It's the reason it takes Keith two days to edit the podcast.